I'm so glad to be talking to you about this today because this is something uh, near and dear to my heart. Today is Equal Pay Day. Although symbolic, this event today on Equal Pay Day dramatizes how much longer it would take me, because I have a vagina as a woman, to earn as much as a man. And it's also an annual opportunity for those of us on the left, Democrats, to point our finger at, shake our fist at, and lambast those Republicans because they have had zero action, complete inaction, on this issue, the issue of equal pay. Now, we are in the midst of a presidential campaign, and the Republican frontrunner, Donald Trump, has alienated female voters in droves. As a matter of fact, that leads to a lot of fears the GOP has that Donald Trump could diminish their party's standing with women, that key constituency, and that he could do it for years to come. This year, President Barack Obama and Democratic lawmakers have trumpeted their equal pay proposals. You've heard them here on the radio with me. You've seen it at news conferences, televised or online, and there have been briefings. And what do Republicans have to offer in return? Very, very little. Sarah Chamberlain is president of the Republican Main Street Partnership, and they advocate for pragmatic center-right policies, by the way. said, quote, we feel we shouldn't be playing identity politics. We should be working together to strengthen families. I have a dumb question. Being that women aren't just the consumers in the household, they're often the breadwinners, and sometimes if they're a single parent... The sole breadwinner. If they're in a same partner lesbian relationship, they're both female breadwinners, or one is. The president and House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi, Maryland Democratic Senator Barbara Mikulski, and other Democrats are speaking at a woman's, and now have spoken, at a woman's equality event today. It was this morning at the Seawall Belmont House in D.C. Now, Why is this site really important? Well, it has historic significance. It was the women's suffragette movement, a historic site in that movement, and the president designated that particular site, the Seawall Belmont House in D.C., as a national monument today. Now, what do the Democrats want? What do the Democrats support? And what about legislation? Democrats support legislation requiring employers to show pay disparity is not based on gender. And and this is just one of the steps. The bill, by the way, passed the House when it was under Democratic control, but it was then blocked by the Senate Republicans. And the legislation builds on actually the very first law that the president signed as president, the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act, remember? It was aimed at making it easier for women to sue over wage discrimination. Now, for people that think we're such a litigious society, and I agree, this, I'm more happy about that. And many women were, and not all women are Democrats. And for their part, the Republicans, who, by the way, control both chambers of the Congress, House and Senate, what have they announced? No plans. None. Zero. No plans to act on legislation addressing pay inequity, even though, by the way, even though there have been a few GOP lawmakers pushing bills on the issue. One a woman, Senator Deb Fisher, Republican from Nebraska. She's hoping for Democratic support 
for her narrowly focused bill. It allows employees to share wage information. At least that's something. Okay, another another female, GOP Senator Kelly Ayotte. She said she's working with House Republicans to get on board with her bill, which she says is broader than that of Senators Fisher. And, and it's modeled on one that actually passed in the state of New Hampshire. And here's what Senator Fisher said, quote, to say that Republicans don't care about equal pay, that's just ludicrous that anybody even says that everybody cares about equal pay. That's a value we all share. So where's the legislation? Where's the bipartisanship? Because I think we'd agree that this is something left and right can come to agreement on. This isn't going to bankrupt America. Republican women dispute the notion that women's issues are separate from any other issues. They note that women care strongly about national security, the drug epidemic, and other matters not specifically related to their gender. And with the GOP presidential primary season veering chaotically toward a contested convention, it would seem most Capitol Hill Republicans are also avoiding taking any steps that could connect them to this mess. And by the way, that includes the perception that they're just responding and acting in response to Trump and all his rhetoric and the way the females are fleeing from him and their party as a result of him. Quote, I've just put these in the context of good government and the right thing to do. I don't put it in the context of anything else. I mean, I've been working on this well before the presidential race. That's what one of the Republicans who's put forth legislation has said in response to people saying, you're just doing this because Trump is alienating the female voters that are running for the Republican Party as a result of this guy. The result is we have one group that's arguably be best positioned to act as a counterweight to Trump with women's voters. And that's female Republican elected officials. And except for the two that I've mentioned, this group has been largely silent. So what happens? It allows the controversial statements about women from Trump to go unanswered. Democrats look likely to elevate the first major party female presidential nominee if, in fact, Hillary Clinton becomes the Democratic nominee, and I believe she will, and even more so, she's elected president. There are GOP members of Congress, and there are GOP members of Congress who meet with women's voters who, because they want to hear their concerns, and obviously the guys on the right are sending the women on the right out to talk to women because they think that only women can understand women. But women can understand women differently, obviously, than men and women with each other. Women, just so you know, this is a fact. This is not I'm running for president talking point. Women still make, on average, 79 cents for every dollar that men are paid. What? That's not equal pay. Equal pay, by the way, did not make the list when the policy agenda was released at the beginning of the year. The top voter concerns of women are drug addiction and mental health. Okay? So some people think that we ignore this because women, I think some women, though, believe the rhetoric from the right that, you know, women aren't, you know, being paid differently. And they are. They are. Okay? Now, there are those that say, hey, you know, with Republican women, equal pay doesn't come up. I'm not saying it's not an issue, but it doesn't come up. But for Democrats, it does. Well, let's look at the breakdown. When you look at middle and lower income women who have to work and sometimes have to work more than one job or are the sole breadwinner of their household, they're more apt to be Democrats. Now, I'm not saying Democrats are poor and Republicans are rich because certainly they're poor, they're impoverished Republicans, and they're wealthy Democrats. But overall, those upper middle class white chick Republicans aren't going to be feeling the same 
as a lower-income minority in America, even though they share a gender. Hillary Clinton, she herself is participating, by the way, in the roundtable discussion on the issue she did earlier today in New York City. It was hosted by job website Glassdoor. Members of the U.S. women's soccer team recently filed a wage discrimination complaint against U.S. soccer. And actress Jennifer Lawrence has spoken out about making less than her male co-stars, although, you know, she's making $20 million, stop whining, drawing more attention to the issue than it's had in the past. But the issue is an issue. It's an issue that in 2016, I have a little girl who's seven years of age. And when I tell her you can be anything you want to be, no, you can't because she can't be president because we haven't had one yet. And you can be anything you want to be, but there is a glass ceiling. And as a matter of fact, there's a 79 cent ceiling on each dollar. Let's listen to Hillary Clinton. Here's Secretary Clinton on that pay gap. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and by the way, it is a gender issue. Here's Hillary Clinton. It is equal pay day. It is also the one year anniversary of my journey uh, in my campaign. So I am very happy to be with you. Now, we're here to talk about this pay gap uh, that costs women and their families and our economy so much money every single year. And I emphasize the three aspects of this because what I have found as I've gone around the country now for many years, but particularly for this past year, uh, is that it's important to make the point that the failure to ensure equal pay for women also impacts families and the broader economy. Some say there isn't really a gender pay gap. Well, that is just wrong. The typical woman working full-time in 2014 was paid 79% of what men were paid. But when you break it down, For African-American women, that number is 60%. For Latinas, it's 55%. And the last time I checked, there's no discount for being a woman. Groceries don't cost us less. Rent doesn't cost us less. So why should we be paid less? Very valid point. Many valid points. And I want to talk about it with you after this quick break. 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543 is the number. I have some questions for you. One, women still make on average 79 cents for every dollar men are paid. Why do you think this is, whether you're a man or a woman, and whether you pay the employee or you are the employee? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is it a systemic problem? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And where do the roots of this issue come from? 8886 Leslie. Is it sexism in America? Is it alive and well? 888-653-7543. Now, would Hillary Clinton being elected president help to close the wage gap between women and men in America? 8886 Leslie. And what about the pay gap between white workers and minority workers? You heard that breakdown. 60% for African Americans, 55 cents on that dollar for Latinas. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. There was a study by the McKinsey Global Institute, and it indicates that closing the gender gap could actually grow our economy. By how much? 2.1 
trillion dollars over the next decade. What? Do you think we'll begin to see women working in more full-time positions over the next 10 years? 8886-LESLIE. And is this a growing trend in our nation? 888-653-7543. What effects would a shift in American family dynamics have on the gender wage gap? 8886-LESLIE. And more women gaining full-time employment? Would that have an, would that be one of the effects? Would that be one of the results? The impact? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And would more men become stay-at-home parents? If how many of you guys would like to stay home and let your wife work? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Let me tell you something. How many of you would like the choice? The choice to have one person Stay home with your children. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. In 2014, the median income for men who worked full time was 50383 For women, 39621 In case you think 79 cents on a dollar doesn't sound like much. Does the difference between 39000 and 50000 sound like a lot? Hell yeah. What benefits would closing this gap create? And are there any downfalls? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Is the era of male-dominated business and commerce coming to an end in the United States as we know it? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. Are women and men viewed as equal in the workplace regardless of pay? Tell me your personal experiences. Maybe you're a manager, a supervisor, an owner, the boss, or as an employee. Are men and women viewed equally in the workplace regardless of how much they're paid? 888-6LESLIE, 888-6537-543. Back after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Let's get to those calls. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. It's Equal Pay Day. Want your take on this issue. 8886-LESLIE-888-653-7543. Starting it out in the Bronx on line one in New York. Michael. Michael, good afternoon and welcome. Hey, Leslie. How are you? I'm fine. And if I may say, um, great news about you. Michael, we're going to come back to you because you've got a lot of wind going with your uh, your thing there. Either tell them to shut the window, the AC, or just get the uh, wave in the wind. Just hard to hear them. Uh, we'll we'll go back to him in a minute. Let's go to Syracuse, New York, line three. Derek listening on WNYY, 1470 AM. Derek, good afternoon. Derek called us yesterday. Derek, we're, what did you say, Mark? We're going to track him down and kill him. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at the wrong list. Okay, I'm looking. Oh, I guess because we haven't deleted. Uh, my, my bad. Uh, actually, uh, no. Let's go to line two, New Mexico. Zachary uh, listening on KABQ. Zachary, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for joining. Yeah, so, so first thing uh got to bring up, um, just, you know, for your own notification, for education stuff. So um, th- this is a, an issue that's, that's near and dear in my heart uh, as, far as, as far as pay equality, and I was, I was really glad to hear that, uh, that today's show is about this. Um, 
the first thing before we get kind of started, um, before you were you were talking about the fact that um, you know this is a this is an issue that's near and dear to your heart um, because you're you're uh, a woman and then essentialized it by by saying uh, you know because because you have a vagina. Well, you know, just uh, just as a point of clarification here, lots and lots of women out there don't have vaginas, and it's uh, you know a little unfortunate when we. Um, you know, when we Are get you talking about transgender and... people? Uh, yeah. Okay, but the reality is, Zach, whether you like it or not, and this is not a political issue, this is a legal issue, that if you have a penis, you are a man, and if you're incarcerated, you will go to a man's prison, and vice versa, for an individual with a vagina. As a matter of fact, there's an incredible episode on Law & Order that deals with this. We'll be back. I'm not talking genitalia. I threw it in for flavor. We're talking about the issue. Zach wants to stay on issue. We'll go back to him. If not, we're moving on back after this. We're talking about equal pay for men and women. Today is equal pay day. Let's go back to the calls. 8886 Leslie. 8886537543 is the number. We go to Zachary again back in uh, New Mexico line 2 KABQ. Uh, Zachary, what do you think? Do you think men and women should be paid the same on the dollar? Well, of course. I mean, I I don't think, you know, I I think I think any of the old arguments that um that say that they shouldn't relied on ideas about how well, you know, when um, you know, men are the breadwinners, so women don't deserve to be paid as much because, you know, they're not really out there supporting the household. And, I mean, that, that argument was specious in the first place and ever much more specious now considering the, the state of American families. I mean, there's, there's no, there is no actual logical justification for it. Okay. Um, and, and and why and why do you think why do you think still in 2016 we're having this conversation? Well, because I think that we we have we have people who mentally want to want to be stuck back in and want the country to go back into some artificial vision of you know some some 1950s imaginary fairyland where um, where you know. Really, the, the the man is the leader of the household, and she should be earning. He should be earning more money, and that that's just that's just the way it is. And you know, there's no real evidence for for this stuff. It's you know, it, it's it's a it's just another symptom of of the whole wanting to wanting to go backwards in time because they imagine that things better there. Um, but I, it, I did, it, do, do you think Zachary? Do you think that this is a way for men? to continue to fight for their majority status, even though they're not the majority of the population in the United States or the world women are. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that that's a part of it. I think, um, you know, it, and it, it, it's just, it's just another aspect of, um, of, of waging so-called culture war, you know, not wanting to give any ground, wanting to, wanting to keep, these, these older, outdated ideas wherever they came. I think I think it's just another part of that. And I mean, you know, part of it to, to bring it back to, to trans issues. I mean, the, the reality is that, that trans women receive even more paid discrimination than uh, than 
you know, um, than non-trans women and than cis women, um, by by the, the the last numbers I saw was about ten, fifteen, twenty. And I was trying to find the, the papers during during break, but it, it, it it's something like that where where trans women receive even more pay discrimination. You know, which is which is why I kind of I kind of comment that to that statement before. You know, it's especially since we're talking we're talking about social realities. I mean, yeah, legally there there are you know where that there are trans women who do have you know women on their you know female on their driver's license got all official documents switched over, but but that and it's also it's also public perception. I mean, we're we're talking about. People's perceptions. If you're perceived as right, but if you're no, 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 no question, no question, no question. But it doesn't matter, does it? Does it matter at that point? Because it comes down to a woman, whether they were born a woman or had a sex change to be a woman, or currently in the process to be a woman, or just plan on you know having the uh, the estrogen and the breast and live as a woman, even if they don't uh, do anything uh, below the belt. Um, surgically. So uh, the, the reality is the number's still the same. And the number has been the same for 40 years before there was gender reassignment surgery. And the number has has, has been the same for far too long, in, in my opinion, as a woman. I appreciate the call, Zach. I can tell you that as a talk show host, I would go at a radio station and work three or four hour shift on the air and be on a day part that made more money in ads and make less than the guy before me and after me. And that is a truth. That is a truth. Uh, let's go back to the calls. We go back to Michael. Michael on the Bronx Line 1. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Uh, my apologies. Just about getting... No, no, no. What happens? No worries. What's up? Well, number one, I'm glad to um, be your mother. Just Thank you. I want to give you um, great best wishes to you and the family. Thank you. Uh, in regards to the equal pay, I'm so glad you are having this discussion because, you know, just as you mentioned, women are being discriminated. And as an African-American, I can say that people of color minorities are being discriminated. Um, you know, and I'm glad you're calling out these Republicans. They want to say, oh, that's ridiculous. We care about equal pay. But then, as you said, where's the legislation? We don't see any action. Action speaks louder than words. Or we can go to that phrase, show me the money. You, you know, and the thing is, is that I don't know if you noticed this or maybe you forgot to mention it, but there are many cases where women and men are doing pretty much the same functions, same job titles, and yet women getting paid less, but they're working harder. Is that true? Is that correct? And the same thing with minorities. There's some people that are working harder and being more productive and being paid less than, say, their white male counterparts. Well, again, we need to get to the why. I know, have, being a business owner and sometimes being in the room of very male-dominated businesses, medical center, which I own part of with my husband as he's an orthopedic surgeon, and media, especially talk radio. And there is the idea that a woman is going to get uh, you know, pregnant and take so much time off of work and they're going to always have to, you know, take off for their kids' things or when their kid is sick. And th- there is that mindset that if you hire a guy, he's going to be there more. Let me read a tweet I just got. Where is he? I just got a tweet here that says, from Michael, tweets, saying full-time doesn't begin to tell the story accurately. My full-time means 50 to 55 hours. You think women do that? Well, I personally and my crew can attest work about 80 hours a week. So, yes, for me. Uh, but I think that's the mindset. 
that that men work longer hours, that men work harder, that men are easier to work with because they're not emotional. And this all, this is stereotypical going back to to Adam and Eve. It's it's absolutely, when are we going to progress? We claim to be a progressive nation in the Western world, but we're not progressing. We haven't had a female leader, commander-in-chief of this nation, and women are still making 79 cents on a buck. Well, I'll tell you this, Leslie. Right now, we are raising awareness, which is a start, and we are calling out, you know, these people. But I could also say this. If they want to bring up about a woman getting pregnant, don't even go there because the man's part of the equation as well. It takes two to make a thing go right. And the second thing is that, you know, these uh, Republican legislatures, don't tell me that you are all about equal fairness because, as I stated, you're not showing it. And until you show me that you take action and start legislating on behalf of women and on behalf of minorities, don't say another doggone word about equality and your favor because you don't. All right. Thank you, Michael. Let's go to Paul in Washington, Line 3, uh, listening on Progressive Voices. Paul, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Yeah, you know, I think some good points made here. You have to wonder. I've been following this on on uh, some other conservative shows today, and of course, the the in general, the response is what? There's no gender pay disparity, and besides, why should you have to pay women just as much as you pay men? I mean, they talk out both sides of their mouth, and I think that Michael makes some good points that they don't want they don't want pay uh, pay equality and. In a couple of different ways, you think two things I can think of. Number one, they do not want a minimum wage. If you want, if you are in favor of a minimum wage, you have to be in favor of raising it from time to time, which they never are. The Republicans I'm talking about, and they prefer not to have one. Now, if you don't have a minimum wage, that means that you know, let's say I need three employees. So, first, I need three employees. I don't have any. Mark walks in. I say, Mark, the job pays six dollars an hour. Okay, I got one. Now Andrew walks in. I say, hey, guess what? The job pays $5 an hour. Then Leslie walks in. I go, I only need one more. So I start saying, hey, this job pays $4 an hour. Okay, so I'm paying 15 bucks for one hour of work with three employees. Now Mark says, ah, you know, I can't really live on this. So I'm getting a better job. So Mark leaves, and now I say, well, I'll give Andrew a raise to $5.50. I'll give Leslie a raise to $4.50. I'm still paying $10 for two employees. But the next one I'm going to say, Hey, the job pays four bucks an hour because I couldn't start you out more than I started Leslie, right? So now I'm paying fourteen bucks on an hour, saving my. And this is how they ratchet it down because they really believe that everybody, everybody that you, this is a liberty of contract that goes back to the turn of the twentieth century, Lochner, the Lochner era, where as uh, is, is little as I can get away with, no matter what you're doing, as little as, as I can get away with paying you, is what their philosophy is. And they, all the excuses that you said. Now, here's an interesting thing. Now, Leslie, it, this, the, the excuses that they work out to say that why are women are making, well, first they say they're not making less. Then they say, but the reason they're making less is. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah a big surprise that they're talking out of both sides of the mouth with yeah, the hypocrisy. Then, but it should start to equal out because now women are earning more advanced degrees than men. So these, these excuses that us just tweet, the guy who tweets and says, oh, I work 55 hours a week. Women don't do that. Well, if you're an exempt employee and you have to work 55 hours a week, the, the woman who's in that and your, your your coworker, your parallel, has to do that too. They don't just get to say, "Oh, I got to take the kids to soccer." The job is the job, and the women do the job. My mother, I was raised by a single mom. My mom left at five o'clock in the morning and often didn't get home until eight or nine o'clock at night. So, 
don't tell me the women don't work long hours. Oh, by the way, and at the job, even if it's nine to five, that doesn't include the fact that they, hello, because I am one, a female who does this, that they got up hours earlier, had to get up, get their kids up, get their kids dressed, make their kids lunch, make their kids breakfast, bring the kid to school, meet with the teacher, and drop off those cupcakes for the little bake sale in the afternoon, then go to work, then after work, drive by, uh, you know, Target or the supermarket or whatever, pick up the toilet paper, pick up this, pick up the kids, go home, help them with their homework, and then maybe... If your kids are nice enough to sit still and watch Netflix, you get dinner, dinner on the table. When dinner's done, you clean up from dinner. Then you read the kids a bedtime story after you've given them a bath or a shower and put their pajamas on and tuck them into bed. And then after that, you go down, you throw a load of laundry in. Please, work is not just inside a building that pays you. Uh, Women who work from inside the home and don't work outside the home have, uh, for many, a thankless job. Paul, thank you. we got to take a break. We'll be back after this. I'm Leslie Marshall. You hold it. Hang tight. Coming right to you. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. Let's get to those calls. And uh, let me see. we got a uh, refreshed list here, right? Let's go to Tom in Amherst in Massachusetts on line five, listening on WHMP. Tom, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you for joining I'd, us. I'd just like to say uh, I feel like there hasn't been a lot of consideration for free market outcomes, which are a key part of the capitalist system that we live in. Now, if there's a business owner who is, acting in a racist manner or misogynistic, whatever you want to call it, and he's uh, discriminating based on these things, uh, he's actually putting himself behind in a, in a business sense. And the guy next door is going to capitalize on the untapped market, and the free market outcome will actually result in the, uh, the fair outcome. So I, I really don't see what more legislation we can put in place to, to deal with this issue. Well, you know, of course, there's always going to be somebody like yourself, and this is why we're an equal opportunity talk show that, you know, allows an opposing view. This is how I look at it, okay? Let's just put it very simplistically. Okay. I have a son. I have a daughter, okay? Mm -hmm. They have chores to do, okay? They each have the same, well, not always the same, make your bed, do this, do that. When they finish their chores, they get the same amount for the work that was done. Equal pay for equal work. There's no difference because one is older than the other. And there's no difference because one's a boy and one's a girl. And although simplistic, isn't that our, our, how our society should be? For example, for example, if you're, you're a surgeon and I'm a surgeon, we should get, you know, the same amount. Of course, that may Absolutely. differ, you know, it may differ if you do 20 surgeries in a week and I'm, you know, doing one. Uh, but, you know, you, you know people, people may say, well, they can't do that. But, but it is that way. I mean, you know, female CEOs don't make what their male counterparts do on Wall Street, and that's just one one okay. area of employment. I hear and talk numbers all day. I mean, I as an economist, like I've seen 
I've seen plenty of studies that have disproven the gender gap. And you know what? Like, I know you have studies. Like what ones? Which ones? But listen, listen, you haven't cited any of your sources. I'm not going to cite any more of my sources. Let's not even get into that. I'm talking theoretically, the free market outcome will correct this gender gap or minority, uh, minority pay gap that you're talking about. I think we should have faith in the free market outcome. We already have an Equal Pay Act. We have the Civil Rights Act. Like, I, I, I don't see what else we can do. Well, first of all, if you want to cite, I could cite away, and we can just start with our own government. Um, and fa- and and it's uh, and it's been uh, you know fact checked on factcheck.org and Politifact um, when the you know president made uh, you know when he had said years ago actually that women were paid seventy seven cents on the dollar, so we're two dollars two cents better. Or when there was a, another you know cent on the dollar, um, there have been studies. Uh, by Forbes, which uh, has done a whole study about women and if they're catching up. Um, There have been studies done by the Wall Street Journal, studies done by CNN, and, of course, the U.S. Labor Department and and the figures of what people earn. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I could cite away when you said I haven't cited any. I mean, I I didn't cite one for 79 cents because there's so many. Even in your studies. Yeah, but the gap has not been the, the gap. It, it is. Actually, yes, it doesn't correlate cents two cents two cents two two cents over four years. Maybe okay. Two cents over four years maybe does not equal the increase. Of, you know what? We're just why don't you just finish and then we'll move on because you're just talking when I'm talking. That's not a discussion. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I said two cents over a couple of years is not the same when you look at the profits of the top CEOs on just using Wall Street as that division of employment. I, I Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't think anything you just said had any significance. Well, and that's, pretty we, mu- and that's pretty much the attitude of your, your, your gender problem? when it comes to women. What's your solution? That's, what is my solution? That you yeah. have equal pay for an individual regardless of their gender regardless of their race, et cetera, for the same work, the same position, period. We have a lot of that. We have lots of that. Well, obviously not enough because all of the information that we cite is accurate and is backed up over and over and over again. Thank you for, thank you for your call. We're not going to agree, but it's okay to disagree. One of the things that makes our, our country great. Uh, let's uh, go back to the calls and we go to Alexander in Northampton, Massachusetts, on line four. Good afternoon, Alexander. Hello. Um, I wanted to touch on a few of the topics other people had mentioned. So um, I'm a transgender man. I work in a female-dominated field of nursing. Um, And what I've found, surprisingly, I was not expecting this, is that as a man, I'm often offered a higher salary than my female counterparts. And that's interesting interesting because there are far more female nurses still. Uh, there are male nurses, right? My mom's a nurse. My husband's a physician. But and and nice. I and I know that at first, even though my husband can be, you know, the great feminist, a lot of men, a lot of uh, the men, especially doctors, and even a lot of the women nurses were uncomfortable with men entering the field of nursing. And and, and you know this as a woman in nursing. Well, and and I think the thing that is surprising to me, so at my former job, um, I think one of the things that's causing a problem with closing this gap is that um, employers create this atmosphere of fear. We're not allowed to talk about how much we make, right? You're not supposed to tell people what what you're getting paid. 
um, at my former job, uh, when we began unionizing, we started talking about our salaries, and people were really uncomfortable. And I said, I didn't choose how much I was going to get paid, did you? Let's talk about it. And what I found was one of my coworkers who had the same amount of experience um, in that particular field, we were hired literally the same day. I was making several thousand dollars more per year than she was for the exact same job. And, of course, one of the first things we said was, okay, that's not going to work for us. We need to make sure that everybody's being paid equally for the work they're doing. Um, But I I think the thing that surprised me the most that I did not expect is that these are women in the position of determining these salaries for their employees. So even women are perpetuating this this gender pay gap. Um, And I guess the question for me is why? I I honestly think it's just sexism. I mean, if you think about it, men didn't want women to enter the workforce, and then they wanted women to enter the workforce. And at first, they were put in secretarial positions. I don't know if people know this. One of the reasons is women, and this is a medical fact, have better finger dexterity than men. Uh, They needed the women, especially when men went off to war, and there were jobs that they considered to be uh, menial and entry-level, like clerical work. Um, this doesn't, you know, th- th- this is still very al- alive today. When I got out of college and I wanted to be, break into radio or television, I was definitely offered jobs that had the assistant title, whether it's administrative assistant, production assistant, and that kind of meant you get coffee and type and you're a glorified secretary. Um, I didn't take any of those jobs. But the guys, they were actually offered you know, assistant camera guy, and they actually did stuff other than type and get coffee. These, these are realities. And they would get paid more in those positions. And I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll be back tomorrow on Hump Day. I'm, I'm so sorry this hour and every hour goes so fast. We'll be back tomorrow.